Hello world and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Robin Tyler. On today's podcast, we discuss the career of Harrison Ford. Tyler, when I said, hey, let's discuss Harrison Ford, his career, your thoughts were? We should have done this 135 episodes ago. <laughs> so before the Spielberg episode? No, not really, but this seems like uh, somebody we should be talking about and a career we should be talking about. Okay. Rob, I already know, I mean, you had an instant heart on. Oh my goodness, yeah. Well, you know, I'm riding hard for Harry, but yeah, you know. <laughs> That's gonna go. That's gonna be the quote for the, uh, <laughs> the Instagram, by the way. Yeah. All right. So I'm just gonna start. You know, let's just start right here. Cool. And Tyler, I'm gonna ask you because I know what Rob's gonna say. Is Harrison Ford a leading man? This is the dumbest question I've ever been asked. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. Okay. Why? Uh, I mean, have you seen Random Hearts? <laughs> <laughs> That's not an answer. Um, that is not an answer. Because he he has proven that he is. I mean, a leading man is... You can't pull off Indiana Jones without being a leading man. You can't be Jack Ryan or... Who's, uh, fugitive... God damn, what's his name? Dr. Dr. Harry Kimball. Henry. Not Harry. Henry. Not, yeah. Freddie? Henry. the hell's his name? <laughs> Richard Kimball. Richard. Richard Kimball. Regarding Jesus Henry, Christ. my bad. You, <laughs> You can't you can't pull those roles off the way he did and not be a leading man. Okay, let me let me let me rephrase it. He's been in the industry since what? American Graffiti essentially, right? That mm-hmm. was one, that was like his first one of his first big movies. And that was in what, Rob 75, 74? Yep. yep. Okay. He's made a ton of movies, right? Mm-hmm. Ton, ton of movies. Seventh high, depending on what what list you look at I, the particular list i was looking at is more uh, main actors seventh highest grossing actor of all time we'll get into that in a second take star wars out yep take indiana jones out now obviously it's yeah real easy to say take those movies out but just take them out okay which mm-hmm. he's not the leading man in star wars right so take it out take indy out take the fugitive out mm. what else do we have Rob, you, you you go down this path with him. Oh well, you got the Jack Ryan series. <laughs> I mean, are are we talking about what franchises do we have, or what like solid movies do we have? I'm talking about leading man star power. What else has he done? It's you, you, I I I get the road. If I could speak for Tyler, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over sure. you, buddy. Um, if I if I'm looking down the road, which I assume that you're on, whenever we get through this, so more or less, this is the question of how does this person differ from Leonardo DiCaprio? So let's just have that conversation because Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> is your leading man guy. So you know, as I was kind of going through all of his stuff, um, the one thing about him is he's not very big on ensembles. He's really just kind of like spearheading a lot of these movies it is like a harrison ford movie i'm like oh that dude's in it like oh they're also in it and i think the bulk of his films are like that um but you're right you know there there are movies in there that they kind of put him out front um that they do kind of they get a certain amount of viewers or people paying to see it because he's in it but he's certainly not box office draw i'm not lining up to see the next Harrison Ford movie. I'm lining up to see the next Indiana Jones movie or the next Blade Runner movie or a franchise movie. 
but you know Harrison Ford isn't enough to get me out there. Like I'm not knocking down the door to see Morning Glory. Like I'm good. Sure, <laughs> and I, maybe that's better. Maybe what you're saying is is a better way to put it. So what I was getting at with that question, Tyler, before you uh, before you tapped out, <laughs> is he's in these massive franchises, right? He's in the Jack Ryan franchise. He's in Star Wars. He's in Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford isn't by no means a character actor. He is not a chameleon. He is playing Harrison Ford in different uh, stage, different like ages, essentially, right? He mm-hmm. is Harrison Ford, no accent. That's him. Going through his list of movies, if you take out the big franchises, which I think are more about the character than him, but I, it's hard to differentiate between the two. I don't know what else he's really been in, is what I'm saying. There's a lot of misses. Yep. Yep. There, that's true. That's very true. I think um, that if you look at his the last twenty years, especially, and of course he's past his prime, you sure. could say whatever you want to phrase that. Um, but it's just you can't. For the sake of the argument, I get why you're saying take out Star Wars, take sure. out Indiana Jones, but you're taking out the two most beloved and successful franchises, arguably ever. So you can't. It's like Babe Ruth hit 700 of his 714 homers with the Yankees. You can't say, "Well, okay, take away take away what he did with the Yankees and look at what the rest of you did what he did the rest of his what career." A great analogy. You just can't quite do Fucking it. Fucking Tyler. But but I can. <laughs> I can take out Star Wars certainly because I led it. I prefaced the 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 comment with leading man, yeah. and by no okay. means is he the leading man in Star Wars. He's not. True, but still, you have Indiana fucking Jones. <laughs> yeah, Indiana fucking his Jones. His two his two uh, Jack Ryan movies, which. One of them is great. One of them is good. And then you said also take out The Fugitive, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic movie. And of that, course. Nobody, that's, to, that's those five movies, whatever they were, that's a career that nobody else, just those five movies is a career that almost nobody else can match. Right. So well, they 100% um, can. I'll give you the argument that Pacino, <laughs> you have said that he is not a good actor because he has so many misses. But I can give you five to seven to ten stellar performances, and you're saying he's not a good actor. So then I did the same argument with Ford, and you're saying just those five are career-defining roles. When they probably have similar amount of movies they've made, Pacino's probably a little more. He's a little older. Actually, they're probably about the same age. Yeah, but I mean... what's the difference? uh, I don't think Al Pacino's almost ever been a good actor <laughs> except for a couple movies um and he yeah i, are I don't you, know that's are you really going to tell me right now that you think in their prime harrison ford is a better actor than al pacino i don't think al pacino al pacino screams that's his thing he screams when he's angry i mean i think that ford it, grunts and Godfather he talks at a low decibel nah i don't know there there's there are different things that they do, and Al Pacino. Part of it is I personally just don't enjoy him as an actor. Fair enough. I don't think Harrison Ford is a fantastic actor, but um, I don't think. I don't know. I mean, Indiana Jones. Look at who, who can. I don't know. We're getting off on the wrong foot here. <laughs> no, it, it's a, it's looking through, and I'm not trying. I love Harrison Ford, and I'm not. I just wanted to ask the question right off the bat because going through his IMDb, I mean, that's that's the point of these conversations to me is to potentially, you know, to give a different side of the story. Everybody's going to see Harrison Ford. And they're going to think, you know, one of the biggest action stars, one of the most iconic actors of all time. 
that is the case. My question is, is he really a leading man or is it more character driven by the character he's playing? I don't know, man. Looking through his IMDb, to me, I don't know that he's a true leading man as much as he's made. And he, it, he is the one making these characters iconic, right? He made Han Solo iconic. Exactly. He made Indiana Jones iconic. But there's so many misses here. Yeah. So many. Because, but he, so if you start with American Graffiti in 73 and go through, let's say, Clear and Present Danger, what it was, 94, that's two decades. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, that's a long time. He's, he's had a lot of misses, almost nonstop misses since then, right? <laughs> but that's just, he's he's this name actor who's getting paychecks and still being offered roles. So sure they're not going to be good movies he's past his prime but look at the two decades prior to that and his resume is as good as or better than almost any actor that has ever lived in my opinion okay i i just i would completely disagree with that i think that you're you're focusing on indiana jones and star wars because if you go let, let's do this real quick and then we'll, we'll move on to the next the next topic let's go from we all agreed that American Graffiti is, for me, the first thing I remember him in, right? He's in a mm-hmm. bunch of little things before that. He's on TV shows. American Graffiti, 73. So let's go. 73, American Graffiti. 74, uh, The Conversation. 72, TV Kung Fu. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, 75, Judgment. The Court Martial of the Lieutenant. Never heard of it. Uh, 76, TV movie, movie Dynasty. 77, Possessed. Then you have a new hope. So right there, you have four four years between those that he's in nothing of any substance. Seventy seven uh, heroes, never heard of it. Seventy eight force ten from uh, Navarro. 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 Yep. Thank you. Uh, Seventy nine the Frisco Kid. <laughs> Besides having Gene Wilder in it, never I don't know about it. Uh, Seventy nine more American Graffiti. I didn't even know that was a thing. Seventy nine again. Uh, Hanover Street, 79, Apocalypse Now. Then you have 80, obviously Empire Strikes Back, 81, Indiana Jones, 82, Blade Runner, 83, Return of the Jedi, 84, Temple of Doom, 85, Witness. Okay, so between obviously between 80 and 85, he's killing it. Right. But there's a lot of years, dude, where there's nothing good. <laughs> you can You can say that about a lot of almost any actor's careers. Absolutely. Okay. But those other actors don't have Star Wars and Indiana Jones and Blade Runner and regarding well, Blade, Blade Runner is not a massive movie. Blade Runner is a massive movie in the sci-fi genre. Blade Runner is not Star Wars or Indiana Jones. No, it's not even it's the still, fugitive. But we're not talking necessarily huge money makers. We're talking quality movies too, right? Uh, Blade Runner, I mean, a lot of people will tell you that's not a good movie either. Well, yeah. anyway, I think that... Um, <laughs> I'm not, I, I don't subscribe to that. I love Blade Runner, but I'm saying okay. a lot of people will say, you know, it's it's too dark. It doesn't make sense. The the multiple cuts that have been made of it have have ruined the movie, right, Rob? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's you you got to be in the mood for that movie. That it's it's not a movie that you could just sit random person down and be like, hey, watch this movie. It's fantastic. It's really you're looking right. for something really specific with that movie. Like at this point, I'd rather watch 2049. I'd rather watch the new Blade Runner mm-hmm. than I would the original. Sure. It's a little more pleasing on my eyeballs. <laughs> all right. So let's, let's, I mean, we all agree. We're here to talk about Harrison Ford. We love Harrison Ford. I'm just saying. Love him. Some misses. Some misses. 
That's so. not in, that's not up for debate. You're right. Yeah. There are. All right. So again, depending on there's so many different lists that you can look at. To, who's the highest grossing actor of all time? And I, I found this list, and it makes sense based on who's on it. With the only person being Anthony Daniels is really high on the list, and he absolutely shouldn't be <laughs> because he's not an actor carrying a movie, right? But he's on the list. We'll go with it. So five Harrison Ford's been five point four billion dollars U.S. gross. Thanks. His movies. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Yep. Nine point seven billion worldwide. <laughs> Seventh highest grossing actor of all time. So he's behind Sam Jackson one, or uh, Robert Downey Jr. two, Andy Serkis three, really? Tom Hanks four, yeah. Anthony Daniels five, Scarlett Johansson six. He's wow. behind Anthony Daniels. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Anthony Daniels meant all the Star Wars movies, right? He's in all the prequels yeah. too. Tony. That's a lot of money. It is. <laughs> And I can't imagine Andy Serkis would have been this high without the last what last couple Star Wars too. Mm-hmm. Sure, been in a couple Marvel movies, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Good for him. Doing all right. Rotten Tomatoes. Rob, if I was to say what is <laughs> Harrison Ford's average movie on Rotten Tomatoes, you would say what? Uh, critics or um, general public? Critics. I would say they would probably give Harrison Ford maybe a 64. Holy shit. Did I get Tyler? it? <laughs> That's exactly the number I was going to say, I swear to God. 63. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Anybody guess what his highest rated movie is that he's actually like the star of? Because Apocalypse Now is his highest rated movie, but he is not the star of Apocalypse Now. I If, can I, if I could venture a guess, it's probably yeah, going to be... Um, the Fugitive. Tyler? I'd say Raiders. So it's Fugitive at 96. Raiders is right behind. I think Raiders is 95 or 94. Hmm. Anybody guess the lowest? Um, <laughs> let me just tell you, let me tell you what the percentage is. Okay. Seven, seven percent. Wow. <laughs> it's uh six days, seven nights. It is not. Oh, that no was kidding. Actually like middle of the pack for him. Oh. Wow. Uh, I'll You're... say Kingdom of the Crystal School. <laughs> no, that's not good. It, that movie sucks, but it's not. It's Paranoia, 7%. Oh. With my guy, Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah. Those are those forgettable movies. The the post-Air Force One movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So I, I was reading an article about him today. And the question, the, 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 the headline of the article was, is Harrison Ford an action star? So Rob, yeah. I want to. I, I I read through it. Yeah. I already had an idea of what I thought before I read through it. I want to know what you think. Yeah. Because uh, later in the pod, we're going to ask the question: Who are his peers? And that was a really hard question for me to Shit, answer. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. So Rob, do you think Harrison Ford, in his heyday, now, however you want to think about it, is he an action star? No, Harrison Ford is not an action star. Sylvester Stallone, action okay. star. Arnold Schwarzenegger, action star. Harrison Ford. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Action star. But, okay. yeah, not my boy. My boy is not an action star. Tyler? I, I co-sign that. Have you ever seen Harrison Ford run? Uh, <laughs> yeah, slow, in Indiana Jones. It's terrible. moving. Yeah. yeah. You can't be an action star and run that in that way. So, no, he's not an action star. So, Rob, if he's not an action star yeah. and he's not a character actor... What is he? He's fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> he's he's Uncle Harry. I mean, you're making a great point because, like, 
what does he necessarily bring to any particular role? He is, mm-hmm. if I had to give you, um, I, is he funny? Not particularly. Does is he handle drama very well? Not particularly. Does he act pretty well? Not particularly. Um, but there is a, um, there is a certain charm about him. I think one of the things that you can say about him, again, with his consistency through all of his movies is you kind of know what you're going to get. I know I'm not selling him the right way. Um, he is very much an every man. He's the guy that either, you know, you, you kind of either want to be, or you want to be with there. There is that level of charm to him. Um, but I can't really define what kind of an actor he is. So it's interesting you said it like that. So I agree with you completely. I don't think he's a an action star. He said he was not an action star. He's in action movies, but with the exception of Air Force One, none of them are the characters not doing action. It's not a it's not an action star role. Like Indiana Jones could be considered an action movie, but that at the heart of it, it's not an action movie. Um he crosses over to me where he hits so many different demographics at this point, right? Uh, like your parents probably like him, Rob. Our yep. generation like him. I would think, you know, your son knows who Harrison Ford oh, is. Yeah. Um, he's also appeals to men and women, I think. Yeah. Very unbelievably handsome, but then he feels like super cool as well, even as an older man. So I think that lends itself to him a lot. Um but yeah, I don't know where to classify him as because he's not an action star. He's not a dramatic. He's not like a thespian. Nope. There's never been a role that I've been like, man, holy shit, he kills it. There's never been ever. a role that you feel he deserves an Oscar for just based on never. his performance. Like, he's just not that guy. He'll get like the legendary award, you know, when he turns 80. But that's. Abs- well, that's I mean, that's be next year. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, I think that if, if I was, t- and this could just be. Going back, you know, 2020 vision, uh, Raiders, I think he could have been nominated for an Academy Award. I think he's fantastic. It, that character has so many different layers. He's doing a, a ton of different stuff in that movie. Now, is it is it, you know, is he some Shakespearean trained actor in that movie? No. Right. But he's fantastic. Yeah. Tyler, same question to you. Like, where do you cl- where do you put him? What bucket do you place him in? Or is he a um, one of one? Is he is he just that's him? That's Harrison Ford. You can make that argument, yeah, <clears throat> that he is entirely unique in movie history um, because of the success his movies have had, largely based on what he brings to the table. Um, so, I, yeah, you're right. He's he's not a brilliant actor, but he's just he commands your attention. He he is he knows what he's doing, and I think he he conveys the drama and the tension and whatever emotion of the story. In at least in his best movies, very well, and I think that he, um, whatever he's doing, and I don't know how to classify it, but he does it so well that it makes him an outstanding actor, and without being an outstanding actor, that makes no sense whatsoever. But <laughs> he just—it's his—it's his facial expressions, it's the way that he, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's he's, hard he's to put believable. A on it. Oh yeah, he—he's just. You think of him, I think maybe The Fugitive is the movie where I buy him as that person more than any other movie. And he's just, he is that, he just becomes that character uh, yeah. very, yeah. very well. And so I think he does that as well as anybody I've ever seen. You know, I think he definitely, 
go ahead, go ahead, Rob. Well, one of the things, just kind of to kind of go on this just a little bit more. Um, one of the things that I find is he is a terrible interview. If you ever see him on mm-hmm. any show, late night show or regular show, he's really not a very good interview because he he mumbles. He doesn't really expand. He's just kind of very dry. It's just whatever. And yet, for whatever reason, when he does an interview, I'm so excited to see him in it. Every move is predictable. Practically everything he says is predictable. But there is a joy in seeing him. And so, as you said, when he's on the screen, he's commanding presence for some reason. I just can't figure out why. It's the same thing (laughs) when he's sitting down for these interviews. Like, they're not very good, but they're hilarious to me, and I am 100% engaged. (laughs) I mean, at this point, there's a level of it's fucking Harrison Ford. I th- maybe that's it. Like he's he's it's it's like him, Eastwood, Morgan Freeman. Like there's these handful of men, or just actors in general, because there's there's some you know Meryl Streep is up there. There's these iconic actors who are left who are who are probably at the twilight of of their career, and mm-hmm. and with you know, Clint Eastwood, for instance, is just turned ninety, so he's wow. at the twilight of his life. Harrison Ford's going to be eighty. You know, he's going towards that as well, and. They're to the point too where they just they really don't give a fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. Like in their interviews, he's he's not going to take any shit and he's going to say whatever he wants. But again, like how many times are you going to get to see Harrison Ford? Right. Right. Funny. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I I'm going through this pod. I just have or going through the research for this pod. I just have such a, I, a, a interesting now feel like thought towards him. Like I don't know how I feel about him anymore. I believe him as Harrison as a uh, Han Solo. I believe him as Indiana Jones as Richard Kimball, but I just don't know if I think he's a great actor. Well, I'll I'll tell you a little journey I was on today thanks to HBO Max. So <laughs> HBO Max does have quite a number of Harrison Ford movies and like 1980s 1990s Harrison Ford movies. So um, I'm just pulling the list up right now. The one that's popping in my head is. Um, presumed innocent. So I'm like watching a little bit of presumed innocent. I'm like, like, all right, this movie's not for me, but I've never seen it. But I wanted to get kind of like a taste of what that's all about. Then regarding Henry's on there, you throw that on there, and it's just like, all right, I kind of see where this is all about. I put Frantic on there because Frantic is supposed to be like right. this mind blowing movie, and I'm watching it, and it's like, and again, you know the love I have for this man, but he is, and this is a generalization, and I hate to say it. But he is the same person in every one of those movies. And even though the, the plots are very different and the thriller and, and whatever, but he is playing it the same way each time. It's almost comical. And I think what happened is he's still doing the same shit, man. He's not like throwing his curveballs. He's still kind of like being that same guy. He's a little crankier. But all those movies in like the 90s and 2000s that are like a little goofier, like the Firewall movies and all that other shit. I mean, it's still him. That's still what he does. Like, it shouldn't be surprising yeah. to us, but it is what it is. There's not a lot of range there. I think there. The, only two th- the only two things I can think of there he has a little bit of range is Witness. Yeah. He's giving you a little more in that. And then 42, because he's actually playing mm-hmm. a real person. Right. Throwing a little prosthetic you know? on and, him. and Yeah, and even that, you're like, that's Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. You guys, uh, go ahead, Tyler. You're going to say something? I was just going to say that I th- there are so many actors. You're you're not wrong at all, Rob. He's playing the same person. But I think we say that about so many actors in particular sure. that that um maybe we just don't have any really talented actors, or there's so few of them who who have range. But <laughs> but you know what's Ben funny? Stiller is one. Sure, right? Ben Stiller plays the same person. Everybody. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, there's there's so many. I was I was going to start naming them off, but there's so many who play the same person every yeah. movie. Tom Cruise is one. You know, there's not a whole lot of Vigo Mortensen's. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of again. I know Rob doesn't like him, but DiCaprio gives you some range. Brad Pitt certainly mm-hmm. gives you a ton of range. Yep. There are there are actors who do, and then there's actors who in every movie they're going to be the same. Nick Cage is the same person <laughs> every movie. He's then going to give you a movie like Mandy, which is off the fucking wall and crazy. But it's still him. Yep. Yeah. Still Nick Cage. So, what are you gonna say, Rob? Nothing. I as far as ranges go, it's funny that compared to you compare Arnold Schwarzenegger and Harrison Ford, and you're like, that's ridiculous. Of course, Harrison Ford's a better actor. But shit, Schwarzenegger's got more range than Harrison Ford does. <laughs> Schwarzenegger <laughs> is. I again, we're because we're gonna do the long form. We're gonna do a discussion like this on him. Again, I'm gonna. I always go back to the three year span. He did Total Recall, he did Kindergarten Cop, and he did Terminator Three or Terminator Two in back to back years. Harrison Ford's got nothing like that. Not quality, not quality of movies, but where he's playing three different. He did Total Recall as a hardcore sci fi movie. Kindergarten Cop is a family comedy, Mm -hmm. and then Terminator, which is action sci fi. You know, it it it's not just sci fi. It's a ton more. So there's no range in any moment that Harrison Ford has like right. that. It's just funny. And Schwarzenegger is carrying all of those movies. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. So I just had that moment. I had that epiphany. Lightning has <laughs> struck my brain. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bobby, give me your top five, five to one Harrison Ford movies. Five to one. Here we go. Now, the, the sad thing about this list is I think we're going to be very much all on the same page, and maybe we have a little diversity as far as the placements and in the honorable mentions, but I think we're all sure. we're going to be on the t- same five, especially on these, so here we go. So without a lot of fluff. Coming in at number five. Again, my feelings, take it or leave it. Number five is sure. The Fugitive. While I appreciate that... All right, calm down. While I appreciate that it is a better movie um, and his performance isn't... Is better in this than maybe the other movies that he's in just in my ranking as far as affection for the movie watchability of the movie just kind of overall entertainment sure. of the movie I, it's it's top five it's just it's pulling up the rear um okay. four is blade runner which again blade runner is a tough watch especially if you're not ready for it the other interesting thing about blade runner is even though it's Harrison Ford's movie, I would argue Harrison Ford maybe has 15 lines in the movie. It's He's not really doing much in the movie, mm-hmm. um, but I do mm-hmm. enjoy it. I enjoy him. I enjoy that storyline. You just have to muscle that sucker out because it is a little slow, but it is <laughs> very visually pleasing and interesting to me. So there it is. Three is Last Crusade because it's... It's Last Crusade. It's it's a fun movie. It's one of those movies when I was really certain to kind of get into movies. I mean, we've done this before, so I'm not going to beat this one to death. Um, but it's it, it's a movie I could throw on there and, and watch any single moment of the day. Um, there's two movies left, so it's really kind of like dancing on which one it is. So before I get into the top two, I'm going to give you my honorable mentions. That okay? Sure. Okay, I just want to make sure. I was following the format. So honorable mentions is Blade Runner 2049, which I know isn't necessarily his movie, but I do like that movie. I like him in it. Um, Air Force One is one of my favorite movies coming out of the 90s to this day. If it's on, I will watch it. It's a fun, stupid action movie, goofy, like whatever. It's like on. The only thing that kind of weirds me out is that it's airplanes and terrorists, and that's not cool. 
And then... And it's probably the most true action movie he's been in. Yeah, that's fair. And um, Patriot Games. Um, because mm. I kind of... There's something about that genre I don't like. You know, I like the, the Jack Ryan series on Amazon season one anyway. Um, but that was a believability to me because he does kind of fit mm. that role really well. And I think that was just kind of working out. Plus, I like um, that stuff. So, so no Force Awakens. No Force Awakens. Force you know, I was going to throw in there, um, what do you call? Um, Rise of Skywalker, because I think his performance in Rise of Skywalker. Are you of, fucking wait, Relax, me? hang on a minute. His little bit of performance in Rise of Skywalker was better, in my opinion, than it was in um, Force Awakens. But whatever. He couldn't even get a haircut. He has he grew hair as a ghost. His hair got longer as he was a ghost. I still think he pulled it off better than he did. As far as his acting was concerned, it just felt a little more genuine. That's my two cents. Whatever. So number two, The Empire Strikes Back. As far as my top Harrison Ford movie, making number one Raiders of the Lost Ark. Because it's his movie. So is it so you're differentiating because I know you Empire is you like Empire more than you like Raiders of the Lost Ark, but you're flip-flopping them strictly for him. Yeah. Because of he he's in Raiders Correct. more. It's it's Raiders okay. is his movie. I associate that with him. And even though I you know, Empire Strikes Back is here, um, I can't say that's the best Harrison Ford movie. Raiders of the Lost Ark is the best Harrison Ford movie. My okay. humble opinion. There's my rantings you. of a lunatic. <laughs> Tyler? I'm starting off the same way Rob did with The Fugitive, nice. number five. Great, great movie. That's a movie that, oh man, that's one of my, f I don't know, if, maybe it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's one that I definitely will watch and stop what I'm doing and, and watch all of it, no matter where I've, I've caught it in the process. Can I interrupt uh, you real quick? Uh-huh. Is The Fugitive Harrison Ford's movie or Tommy Lee Jones's movie? It's they did a, They did a sequel. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, probably because Tommy Lee Jones wanted to be a leading man in that movie on a franchise that made a lot of money. I'm just asking the question. Yeah, I'm sure Harrison Ford turned down the Fugitive Two, whatever it was fucking called. Uh, U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And that movie's not terrible. No, it's not bad. Yeah, not Robert bad. Downey Jr.'s in it. It's got. I was gonna say it's got a little guy named Robert Downey Jr. in it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Proceed. Number four, The Last Crusade. <laughs> Okay. Uh, number three, A New Hope. I'm surprised, Rob, yeah. that A New Hope is not in your top five. Yeah. <laughs> number two, The Empire Strikes Back. And uh, I'll give a couple honorable mentions to Return of the Jedi, huh. Temple of Doom. Oh. Uh, what Lies Beneath. What? I love that uh, movie. Stop it. Yep. Yeah. Solid. I Solid. I would argue he's better in What Lies Beneath than he is in Return of the Jedi. My that That movie threw me for a loop. Almost, yeah. As much as almost any movie, seeing him as a bad guy, yeah. which you've never mm -hmm. seen. Low-key, um, just watched that movie like a month ago. Still not bad. <laughs> it's a good movie. And I'm, Michelle Pfeiffer is a smoke show. Smoke show. And uh, Force Awakens. Great movie. Haven't seen it? Go check it out. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you just said that was your... I thought I thought you said that was your number one. I had to stop and be like, wait, wait. He's doing his honorable mention still. Uh, number one, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> um, yeah. It's... Uh, but for everything that Rob said, it's his movie. Empire might be the better movie. Uh, I'm I'm kind of have them on equal plane, in my view. But because Raiders is his movie, it it gets the nod. So okay, so I'm going Last Crusade number five. 
mm-hmm. A New Hope, number four. Empire, number three. Even though Empire is my favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. for everything you guys already said, that's not his movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fugitive, number two. I think that is his best acted movie, even mm-hmm. though I think Tommy Lee Jones gives a better performance in, okay. in his role. Um, but I think they're they're toe-to-toe. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll echo what you said, Tyler. That movie can be on at any point and I'll sit and watch it. It doesn't yep. matter where it's at. It literally anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number one is going to be Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, I don't have any, any honorable mentions because these are the five movies that I think of when I mm-hmm. think of Harrison Ford. Um, he's great. In what lies beneath. He's fantastic in, um, he's even good in like Anchorman two cameo. Like he's good <laughs> in that stuff as well. But these are the five movies I think of. Yeah. I, I don't good. think of for whatever reason, again, I don't think of Temple of Doom as much and Return of the Jedi because I don't like those movies. So I don't mm-hmm. think of them as Harrison Ford movies. Although Return of the Jedi, Han Solo in that movie almost ruins Return of the Jedi for me. Mm-hmm. But that's not his fault. Yeah. That's how that character is written. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we did the best. Rob, yeah. give me the five words. This is where I think we're all going to kind of start spreading apart here a little bit. <laughs> all right. A lot to choose from. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the stuff I haven't, a lot of the stuff I haven't seen, like a lot yeah. of the, the more recent stuff, like Call of the Wild, I haven't seen that. Right. So I can't tell you if it's mm-hmm. good or not. The CGI looks terrible, but I don't know if it's I good. I would imagine it's terrible. But these are the top got five. Got a great beard. Terrible. Great beard. And still full out of hair. God bless that man. All right. So top five worst, in my humble opinion. <laughs> Starting with number five. Working Girl. Which, mm. for some reason, I've seen at least 12 times. I don't know why. Um, but it's 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 an okay movie with the terrible Harrison Ford in it. He plays the love interest. Um, he's kind of a throwaway character in it. It's kind of a comedy, and it's kind of stupid. And he's just... It's it's too bad that he's in it. So Working Girl is going to be in my number five. Um, which is also a terrible Alec Baldwin movie, who also is in that, but just whatever. So number four, What Lies Beneath. <laughs> oh, completely just... No. And What Lies Beneath has never sat well with me, ever. And maybe it's very much what Tyler said, is like, I don't like to see him as a bad guy. I didn't like that movie. That movie Fair. did nothing for me. Um, <laughs> just, it's... It's one of those things like, oh, shit, yeah, he is in that movie. So, like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, as far as his, his worst movies, again, this might be sacrilege, but I really think he was shitty in it. I think he was just acted terrible. It was American Graffiti. So I like American mm. Graffiti. I'll watch it. It's it's another kind of laborious movie to get through. Um, and he plays Bob Falfa, who plays, you know, he's – this guy who drives a truck who's like, you know, he's the guy you want to race at the end of the night because he's kind of a bully and he's kind of a dick. And he's just he comes off very wooden. I mean, it's his like first real movie. You can't be too shitty about mm-hmm. it. Just I don't think he is particularly well in it. Um, Wasn't he a carpenter before that? And then you yeah. just called him wooden. See what I did Same, there? Very nice. <laughs> uh, two, six days, seven nights, because that movie's fucking oh, stupid yeah. from start to finish. <laughs> And I think that oh, was yeah. the beginning of cranky Harrison Ford as far as him just kind of being a dick and everything he is in or does. So, yeah, it just I, if you haven't watched it, don't um, honorable mentions <laughs> <laughs> Expendables three, which like, why the hell are you in there? Chuck Norris oh, had God. more of an active role in that than he did. Um, Anchorman two. <laughs> 
sorry, because I hate that movie so much, and the fact that he's in it just breaks my heart because I was so excited for him to be in it. I hate that movie so much, it's too bad, because I love the first one. Mm-hmm. And then another honorable mention terrible movie is uh, Hollywood Homicide, which is embarrassing. Hollywood Homicide is like watching old movies of like your parents acting like assholes in it, and you're just embarrassed for them. Like That's Hollywood Homicide. With Josh Hartnett. That's one I'd never heard of. Yeah, it's. I'd never. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. It's bad. It's. it's I, I looked up all the people in. It's got Gladys Knight, yeah. Smokey Robinson, Andre Three Thousand. It looks. Terrible. It shouldn't have been him. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Um, and then my worst Harrison Ford movie, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, because that movie broke my heart because he forgot how to act in that movie. He forgot what it meant to be Indiana Jones in that movie. He's an, he was an older man, like I get it, but all of the charm, all of the kind of like spark that's Indiana Jones that he's responsible for, he just did not bring. It wasn't a great written movie, wasn't a great directed movie, but shit, he could have done something with it and he just didn't. So he is unforgivable on that one. So my worst Harrison Ford movie. Well, you're gonna see Indy Five. Shit, yeah, I'm going to see Indy 5. I'll line up day one because it's it's Indy 5. And, like, they'll get me for yeah. one more, 100%. <laughs> I forgot in Best Performances, honorable mention, Sabrina, because I like that movie. <laughs> mm. Mm. Tyler, what do you got? Top five, five to one. Number five, Sabrina. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It's not a bad movie, but it's not, to me, a very good movie. Just don't like Greg and Kinnear. compared, I, I like Greg mm. Kinnear. But not in that movie. <clears throat> and compared to the original, with Audrey Hepburn, Humphrey Brogard, it's trash. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't like it. Um, four Random Hearts with Kristen. Oh, God. What's her name? I know who you're talking yep. about. Yeah. Uh, number three, Six Days, Seven Nights. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> I remember there being a good amount of hype around that movie with him and Anne Hesch, and it was just terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, Morning Glory. <laughs> I thought really yeah didn't like it at all it's got your girl Rachel McAdams I too. know I was pumped for that her and JJ Abrams movie. movie yeah not a, not a fan huh it, uh, I think I built it up in my head too much and it didn't meet expectations but the most disappointing movie I've ever seen in my entire life is number one Kingdom of the Crystal Skull <laughs> which takes up all of my honorable mention spots also. Um, this is just the only possible answer for number one is this travesty of a movie. Oh, man, I disagree. What? Okay, oh, It's terrible. Oh, it's on my oh, top God. five. Worst, but it's not number one. Okay. All right, so I'm going six days, seven nights. I think that is the, uh, that's the big winner of the, the, the shitty top five because that's one of the ones we all agreed on. Yeah. Hollywood Homicide is terrible. <laughs> Um, at number three, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, because again, it's bad, but it's not. I think we're all we're also disappointed in it. Is yeah. doesn't help on why we thought it was so bad. Number two is Cowboys and Aliens. Are you guys oh, yeah. fucking serious? I, I, yeah. I got that somewhere I else. Forgot about that. Yeah. There's no way you have it on biggest meh because it's not a meh <laughs> thing. It's a terrible movie because it could have been awesome, and it's shit all the way around. Mm-hmm. Why you make that face, Tyler? I I don't think I remember seeing the trailer and thinking this is going to be terrible. And it yeah, was, but it has it has a good IP, like the comic behind it is not bad. I didn't even know to this day that it had a comic Neither behind it. it, but it was just not good. That's some new information. All right, so ca- <laughs> Cowboys and Aliens, and then number one is Paranoia, and it's a it's a double <laughs> shit sandwich because it's got Gary Oldman 
and Harrison Ford in it. Anytime you put Liam Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth's brother in something, it's going to be bad because that kid can't act out of a fucking paper bag. It's terrible. I got, like you said, Tyler, I got no honorable mentions because those two movies are so bad. Yeah. And I'm with you. I saw, I, I, Cowboys and Aliens, I saw the trailer and I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a chance. I like Westerns. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, Olivia Wilde, Harrison Ford. And we hadn't seen Harrison Ford in anything in a bit, a bit of time before that. True. I was like, all right, I'm in. And it's terrible. Yeah. Like, unwatchable terrible. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Rob. Yeah, buddy. Biggest meh. I'm going Cowboys and Aliens because that was like, of course it, it was really just like a, like, all right, well, all right. It, like, I remember the movie. I remember Daniel Craig in the movie. I remember your girl. Um, Olivia Wilde in the movie, and I remember him in the movie, and it was just like, all right, like it's it's I'm watching it. I didn't watch the co- I didn't know it was a comic book. I didn't know there was any sort of history to it. But again, it was one of those movies that really should have landed a lot better than it did. And he, it's forgettable that he's in it. You know, it's you're reminded that Daniel Craig is in it just because he's on the freaking poster. And I think they're both on the poster. I know, but I just don't remember him. And John Favreau <laughs> directed it too, right? John Fav- John Favreau okay. directed it, and Damon Lindelof, who you know yeah. is not a terrible writer and producer, wrote yeah. it. It's just it's just it was one of those things like oh yeah all right so that that's where I define Matt of just like oh yeah all right yeah I guess he wasn't it yeah it was fine and like yeah it is. Hmm. Um, John Favreau has a weird cameo in Batman Forever. Really? Yeah, I was watching it today because it's on HBO Max. <laughs> I was watching it three hours ago, so like that's why it's fresh in my brain. Yet uh, the scene that fuck. Bruce Wayne is hashing it out with Commissioner Gordon after Ed Begley Jr. jumps out the window, John Favreau is like one of the background guys. So it was just mm. kind of a cool. weird little spot. So whatever. So yeah, my meh goes to uh, Cowboys and Aliens because uh, who gives a fuck? And he's also a villain in that movie. Yeah, I guess. Oh, really? Again. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He starts off. The, he starts off You're as right. the villain. Tyler, what do you got? I'm gonna cheat a bit and say that basically every movie he's in from 2000 after What Lies Beneath through Force Awakens or up until Force Awakens is just a one big may. I think okay. that looking through IM, the filmography again today on IMDb, I just had to repeatedly ask myself, did I see this? Have I even heard of this? And goes to your earlier point when you were just being shitty about everything that he's just had a lot of misses. <laughs> And um, he's just, there's nothing he's done lately that's been good. And if I had to choose one, I would probably say Firewall. I do, somehow I own that movie. Somebody gave it to me. (laughs) And and every time I see it, I think, I need to get rid of this movie. Yeah. And uh, For what, like a dollar? No, I mean, just like throw it into the desert or somewhere. I don't know. Just get rid of it. So Okay. I would screw that movie up uh, with for me, the, um, that Halle Berry, Hugh Jackman movie. What the hell was that called? Swordfish. 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 Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's terrible, oh, too. Oh, without a doubt in my mind. That was his post-Wolverine um, movie. That's when he was going to like do something mm-hmm. special there. Anyway. All right, so my biggest meh is Rise of Skywalker. Uh, well, yeah. It's not good. It's not terrible. It's just like a, eh. Like, I don't own it. I'll never own it. Probably never watch it again. Oh. He's got a bad haircut, even though he's a ghost. Like, it's just, eh, like, I'm good. It's kind of forgettable. Like, I almost forget about, like, a lot of the parts in that movie already, even though I remember not loving it. I don't really remember a ton. I know Tyler didn't love it as well. Yeah. It's pretty forgettable. At least Last Jedi, 
creates like an, a reaction. Sure. So it can't yeah. be meh because it creates a reaction. And Force Awakens does as well. Rise of Skywalker, just like, I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. I'm with you. All right. Tyler, maybe <laughs> the easiest question of this whole podcast. What is the best character that Harrison Ford has played? Do you really think it's a super easy question? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's a question that I believe we've brought up on multiple podcasts. Yeah, and, and I think the, I instantly go to Indiana Jones, and that's the sure. right answer. <clears throat> and I think it's 100% him, but it didn't seem right to me to just so easily dismiss Han Solo. Um, so I went back and forth a little bit. But um, man, now you're making me wonder why I even <laughs> considered somebody else. So tell me. I want to hear what Rob has to say. Rob? The, the best character he's played Tara, is uh, Indiana Jones, without a doubt in my mind. Um, because Indiana yeah. Jones has a little bit more kind of working for him. He's got a little bit more depth than Han Solo does. It's more of a fun character. Um, I think too much. Han Solo is your supporting character that you love and he's in it just enough and sometimes too much if we're looking at Return of the Jedi. So that's why the the clearer answer is Indiana Jones. Like, again, affection for Star Wars, of course it's there. So your knee jerk mm-hmm. is to be Han Solo, but it's not. It's Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's Indiana Jones. And the next question is Indiana Jones versus Han Solo. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait to explain why I think it's Indiana Jones until we circle back around to me. But Tyler, Indiana Jones versus Han Solo. Who's a better character? Why? Who would you rather be? Who do you like more? Who would I rather be? Uh, it's Indiana Jones. <clears throat> I named my fucking child after Indiana Jones, so it better be him. <laughs> um, I think what it comes down to is what we've said. You know, he's he's the leading man in the in this trilogy. Um, he carries these movies. He saves the world from Nazis twice. Uh, almost, and he does it almost entirely by himself. And with all due respect to Han Solo, you know, he's third in line, maybe fourth in line when I think of the best and most important characters in the Star Wars franchise. Number one, Luke Skywalker. Number two, Rey Skywalker. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I did he's, that. he's kidding. I, I did that he's for your so face, kidding. Anthony. I did <laughs> okay, that for your good. face. It's, I mean, so it's, it's Vader and Luke in some order, one or two, right? So I mean, Leia, Leia should be up there. She, she's right there too. I don't think she's in the top two, but she's right there with Han, right? So, Indy, Indy versus Han Solo. It's you know, Han is front and center, and I think in Empire he has he's so phenomenal, and his storyline is uh, almost what I enjoy most about that movie, perhaps. But sure, it, it's um, like we've said before on the on this episode, you know, he's being asked to do more. Indy's doing more. He's carrying those movies on his own, so Indy wins out. Bobby, um, it's it's going to be Indiana Jones, but here's the, here's the, the the question I've got for you. I think Return of the Jedi does some significant damage to the character of Han Solo. I agree with you a hundred percent on this. And the debate, not debate, but the question does come up: Should Han Solo have died in Return of the Jedi, particularly early on. And I think the answer to that is yes. And I think if we only had Han Solo episodes four and five and just that nugget of six, I think this would be a 
different or at least a little bit more of a struggle for me to kind of get through it. Because as you watch Star Wars and Empire, you see Harrison Ford enjoying that role. He's like, he, you really kind of like, you're into him because he's like super into it and he's excited to be there. And um, he's having fun with the role. And in Return of the Jedi, he is, it looks like he's just exhausted to be there. He's got no real purpose. The character of Han Solo, forgive me, really doesn't have a purpose in Return of the Jedi. Mm. Um, and then, I mean, Seven is like, you kind of, you, you take it or leave it. Like, I love that he's in there because I missed him. But, I mean, as far as, like, great character, I mean, it's not there. Whereas Indiana Jones more consistently is, he's doing a great job with it. He's more engaging. He's more interested. He's really having a good time. There's, there's a lot more going on with Indiana Jones. So, between the two characters... As it is written, Indiana Jones is a better character. Yeah, so I, I agree completely with Indiana Jones. The reason I think Indiana Jones is a better character than Han Solo is he is a more fully fleshed out character. He has a complex relationship with his father. You see him as a youth. He has a complex relationship with multiple love interests. Mm. Um, he has, you see him at work. He's living almost like a double life. So you see him more with work and then essentially his hobby. You see him with his friends. He just is, has a more well-rounded written character. Is that Harrison Ford's fault that it's, you know, Harris, uh, Han Solo is not as well-rounded? No, because he's killing it in A New Hope mm. and Empire. But the idea of, Indiana Jones is a more like I know everything about him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had me a great point there. The the fact that he had multiple love interests and how he handled each love interest is way more of an engaging way, a better way to kind of know a character. It's a great point. Like I feel like I know more about Indiana Jones than I do Han Solo, and and will ever know. Great points. So that's for me. Yeah. All right. So let's go back to Rob here. Indiana Jones series versus the Star Wars series. Yeah, got? that's a tougher. What do you sell. got? It's Star okay. Wars. It's Star Wars for me. There's <laughs> it's 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 a hard one. Um, but as far as what's going on in the movies, the depth of movies, the love for the movies. Again, we I beat this to death. As far as nostalgia of the movies, I mean, it's good. Of course, it's going to be Star Wars. Better movies. That's a different type of conversation. But for me, I'll take Star. If I could choose one or the other, I'm choosing Star Wars. Tyler? Yeah, I think it's Star Wars. Um, I think the each of the... I'm, I'm basing this just on the trilogies, you know? I, I'm not counting Force Awakens or Crystal Skull. But he's oh, in yeah. those. I know. Oh. I, they don't count. Okay. Okay. I, I would mean, think it, it would skew it more in Star Wars' favor anyway, so my answer wouldn't change because Crystal Skull is so bad. But So from the trilogy standpoint... I, they both have their weak link. It's Return of the Jedi and, and Temple of Doom. And you two have said some very disparaging things about Temple of Doom as recently <laughs> as like four minutes ago. I don't <laughs> I don't hate that movie the way you two... Or I know you don't hate that movie, but you don't enjoy it. Yeah, I don't it. hate it. Yeah. I, still, I still like that movie a lot, uh, even though it's uh, ridiculous to an extent. And I think both of them, Return of the Jedi and Temple of Doom, they both straddle the line of being good and being absurd. Um, but I think that... Return of the Jedi is just just more memorable and and better uh, overall. Um, certain things that I love more about Return is something as silly as the green lightsaber. You know that that helps push it over the edge for me. So I think that uh, Star Wars is the better of the franchises. 
Let's do this real quick, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Original trilogy for both of them. A New Hope or Last Crusade. Or excuse me, A New Hope or Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders. Empire Strikes Back, Temple of the Doom. The most lopsided contest of all time, yeah. <laughs> okay. Last Crusade, Return of the Jedi. Last Crusade. Easy. So you like no. Indiana Jones better. Rob? No, no. That's... Yeah, I mean, I mean, you made it. There's, there's great points I don't, in there. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe I like them more. Okay. Unless unless it's such a large gap between Empire and Temple of Doom. And that, and that's yeah, that's what I was saying. So to me, it, you can't really separate Empire and A New Hope and um Raiders and Last Crusade to me. I think those two those are four of the best movies of all time. And Okay. I, I was going to say l- let me just interrupt you. Then is there not a large gap between Return of the Jedi and Last Crusade? Yeah, but why you don't have to compare them in the order that they came out. You can just compare their best, you know, overall. Okay, so what you're saying, it would be Empire and Raiders. Sure. Against each other. It would be Last Crusade and A New Hope. Uh-huh. And then it would be uh, it would be uh, Doom against Jedi. Right. And I think uh, those top four, there's not enough separation between the two for me to really say this one's better than the other. But I think where the difference is, is that Ra- Return of the Jedi is better than Temple of the Doom. I buy that. I'll buy Thank all you. the shit that he's just said. Thank 100%. you. <laughs> it makes sense. It didn't make sense the first time it came out of his head, but like <laughs> as he just explained it, like I'm with you a million percent. <laughs> My man, like it, it it makes sense. I think uh, the one that has the biggest gap is Empire and Raiders for me. Even though I love 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 Raiders, yeah. Empire is just doing so many other things that Raiders isn't doing. It's just so much more of a movie. It's something that changed a genre, right? So many other movies from Empire tried to be Empire. Sure. Um, Last Crusade is not a better movie than A New Hope, but I'd rather watch Last Crusade. Yeah. And that factors into it too, you know, my personal feelings toward it. So, but yeah, I think New Hope, the, the older I get, the more I love that movie and recognize its massive quality. So, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I like, I mean, Han Solo is amazing in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then it, then it comes down to Jedi and, and Temple of Doom, and they're not even close. Right, So the, no. and that's, that's my... No, but for me, I was going to say Star Wars. That's what I said. I know, yeah. but I think, I think secretly you think Indiana Jones is better. I don't, truly, I don't. Rob, <laughs> why you make that face? I don't know. I'm getting confused by the questioning, but go ahead. I'm just saying you put them, but if you put everything together, if yeah. you have to take into account Force Awakens and yeah. uh, Rise of Skywalker, sure. and then I have to throw Kingdom Kingdom of the Crystal Skull back in, I'm taking Indiana Jones. If I Wait, have what? to watch it, you're yeah. taking the Indiana Jones franchise over the Star Wars franchise. If I have to factor in the later two movies that he was yeah. in in Star Wars, yes, yeah, wow, absolutely, Jesus, what, yeah. Right. I'm confused, but I mean, Crystal Skull. Like, you take said or is... leave. Like one is Crystal Skull vanish... is not good. All right, so Indiana Jones, Star Wars. One will vanish from creation. You have to stick Ooh, with wait, one. Wait, wait, what? Calm so this down is with that. No, no. If you're gonna pick India, if you're gonna pick the Indiana Jones stuff or the Star Wars one, you could only have one or the other because the other one that you pick is just gonna go poof and like it never existed. <laughs> Indiana so, Jones. I'm keeping. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you want to know why? 
I two give reasons up. why. Okay. Indiana Jones is, is more readily available, so I feel like I watch it more often. Mm-hmm. Wrong writer and different. It's just it's on Netflix. Like it's like a it's like a it's like a, a cup of milk and a warm hug, right? It's always on. I can just watch it whenever I want. Number two is the Star Wars fans have jaded me so much to Star Wars that take it. Like I'm so good. I'm because you good. hate Star Wars fans. You secretly yeah. are starting to hate Star Wars. <laughs> no, it's not not secret. No, no, no. I I love the original trilogy so much. Empire's my favorite movie of all time. Sure. But I dislike everything else so much about Star Wars. Yeah. You're gonna let so, you're gonna let yes. bad fandom yes. rid you of your favorite movie of all time forever. Yeah. That's a oh, you problem, oh. man. <laughs> I'm even to the point where like I'm good without watching Mandalorian again. Like I've come oh. like 180 on Mandalorian where I actually don't know if it's any good. Yeah. Oh. And that's because I've been inundated with it's the greatest thing anybody's ever seen on TV for like the last like six months. Who is saying that stuff though? Even it's as a Star over, Wars man. nerd, I'm not saying that. <laughs> you said it was your favorite show of the fucking decade. Or your favorite but show it, of last year. You that was my favorite show that. of last year. I was super excited to see it. <laughs> you just wave me off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the the single hardest question that I put on this podcast is who are Harrison Ford's peers? <laughs> Why are you laughing so much? Because I'm so excited for this. All right, you go. Let's hear it, Rob. Who's his peers? Uh, you want me to go first? I would I love it for you to go first. Who's his peers? This was a tough category. It really is. I just said that. I, I'm reiterating what you said. So my knee jerk was Chewbacca. The so really what it comes down to is like when you think Harrison Ford, the people you bring him with the soonest is George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. But I know they're in different categories. But my knee jerk is like, who do I relate him to the fastest? It's those two guys. And again, I, I know think you're. Kind of I think you're. Category. I think you're missing the question. I'm not missing the question. I have the rest of the answers. Everybody, calm down. But like that's my knee jerk reaction. But like the actual who is at. Harrison Ford level, blah, 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 blah. The people that I pick before you start destroying me for like picking these people, like I get Harrison Ford, super okay guy, making a lot of money all over the place, big franchises, like I get it. And these other people aren't going to quite be able to hit that mark. But these are the people that I associate him with. So that's me teeing it up for you. Here we go. Um, Bruce Willis. Okay. Is in Harrison Ford kind of level. Um, I have Liam Neeson in Harrison Ford level. Um, kind of, and this was a deeper dive, but it does make a little sense. Michael Douglas is kind of in that category. He didn't have the same level of success, but I think he's at that level of like kind of caliber. Um, Jeff Bridges is in there, but I think Jeff Bridges has more range, but I think those two kind of came up at similar times. Mm-hmm. So I kind of put him into that category. And then um, Kurt Russell was the only other person that I could think of that was really kind of within that realm. Again, these guys are not doing what Harrison Ford did, are part of the projects that Harrison Ford was. But if, again, if I have to put like a class of, you know, group of guys together, that's the group I'm putting together. Now, that being said, there's the alternative list, <laughs> which I'm going to put Richard Dreyfus in. <laughs> Because, and again, I'm not going to beat this one to death because I've only had one beer. It's 
if I'm going to put him in it, it's because, again, my knee jerk was the Lucas Spielberg kind of combination. And who else can I kind of put in that Lucas Spielberg combination was Richard Dreyfus. Again, two different worlds, but that's where the kind of <laughs> look at you guys rubbing your faces. <laughs> Even Tyler has given up. No, so I'm it's just, just that's Anthony is so disappointed in you. I'm, it's just, it's, I'm loving it. Keep going. That's where I'm putting them. Um, another person that was kind of like in the category, but maybe not a great comparison. Kevin Costner, I think, is kind of there. And then my last one was uh, Mel Gibson. But you, you can't say Mel Gibson anymore without him being like a total like racist shithead asshole, which mm-hmm. is too bad. But, you know, the movies that Mel Gibson did before he was an asshole, um, I think, are in that same kind of realm. So that's my list of the Harrison Ford Pierce. Rob, what what is... <laughs> What is your deal with Richard Dreyfus, dude? I don't know. Richard Dreyfus signs autographs at the Hollywood Collector Show for $60 an autograph. Harrison Ford charges $1,200 an autograph. Just from that alone, they are not in the same category. Where? What is your fucking hard on for Richard Dreyfus? It's as they were, it, it, again, It. I just explained it. It's like the George Lucas <laughs> of Steven Spielberg guy. Like, you know, what? No, not guy. They were, he was in two movies. Two. He was in, yeah, Jaws and... Uh, what do you call it? Close Encounters. Close Encounters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. But again, well, you could say three because he was in American Graffiti with George Lucas. That's kind of a movie. <laughs> I don't know. That's who I have. It's you at Mark listen. Hamill. Mark Hamill was in six Star Wars movies. You can oh, you can't say Mark Hamill was is is more no, in his range. No, you can't put oh. Mark Hamill in that grouping. How? Stop it! Stop it! You put you Mark think Hamill Richard and Richard Dreyfuss is a more. You think Richard Dreyfuss is is more in Harrison Ford's wheelhouse than? Mark Hamill? Yeah. I don't think that's that ridiculous to say. I, I think Mark Hamill is fine. I think Richard Dreyfuss is a way better actor than Mark Hamill. I don't think I'm that off base on that, am I? Huh. Huh. Kirk Douglas is a good one. Yeah. Or my, Excuse me, Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Michael yeah. Douglas is a good one. Kurt Russell is a good one as well. Yeah, I do. But I think Kurt Russell has a little bit more of a character actor. Like he's played some different roles a little bit. Sure. But but Michael Douglas is always the everyman. Yeah. In every movie. Sure. I think that was a really good one. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, buddy. See you that? lost me completely, completely on the Richard Dreyfus though. Like of course, I was, so much. So I. Pfft. Sorry. Tyler. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna. I think Liam Neeson is a great one. Um, <clears throat> part of me wonders, does. On some level, and don't come at me strong again, Anthony. Does he have any peers? As in, somebody, yeah, he absolutely has peers. As in, somebody who has created characters as unforgettable as Han Solo and Indiana Jones, that are part of franchises that um, everyone and most everyone in the world knows and and adores. And 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 on the, that question, I don't know. I mean. I don't think that there are many people who can match that in any way. So that's something I thought about, that maybe he doesn't have any peers. And I know you say if you take those movies out, his career is an empty shell, which it, which it mm-hmm. sort of is. But you can't just discount those those six movies as easily as, um, as you know, just for the sake of that argument. 
Do yeah. You- no, I, I get you, but I'm, I'm just trying to think. I think you could say Sam Jackson has some pretty iconic roles, but no, they're not going to be Harrison, or they're not going to be Han Solo and Indiana Jones, but there are some people who have iconic, iconic roles. Sure. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. I mean, it, Eddie Murphy, Axel Foley is an iconic role that everybody knows. A lot of people know that role. John McClane is a role that a lot of people know. Now, is it, the, it does it hit the same genre? Is it hitting the all the same marks that Indiana Jones hits? No. No. But... They're in the they're in the conversation. Yeah, I think later in the conversation though, for sure. For me. I think that, that... <laughs> not far. John McClane is not that far out of action hero conversation that Indiana Jones is. He's just not. Mm, yeah. Not that not, far. maybe not pop culturally. And that and that's part of it too, right? Sure. When you factor in pop culture, who can compare to Harrison Ford having Han Solo and Indiana Jones? I don't think anybody can. So that's just one part one thing that popped into my mind. I didn't have a whole lot of other names. I struggled the same way it sounds like I know Rob did and you did too. Um, just good one-to-one comparisons. Mm-hmm. But I like the sound of Liam Neeson, Michael Douglas. Um, Bruce Willis is someone I considered. And yeah, I think. But then I came back to the action star thing. They do two completely different things. So I didn't have a really good answer to this. But I did want to pose my question of, based on those two characters alone, who can match what he has done and, and is sure. therefore an, a true peer of his. I don't know that anybody can match those two, those two or not performances, just the characters mm-hmm. that were created. I don't think so. there there is anybody. Um, the first person that came to mind, it sounds ridiculous, is John Travolta, as a peer. Mm. He's made a ton of movies. He's made a ton of money. He's not like an action star guy, but he's been in action movies. You know, Face Off. He's very. It feels forced. It's uncomfortable. He doesn't fit like the mold mm. for action star. But he's been in a ton of action movies. You know, Broken Arrow is something that was on the other day and I caught a part of it. It, it, It's, I remember liking it as, you know, a teenager. It's not a great movie and he's so awkward and bad in it. (laughs) Yep. But he has those same things. Like you don't believe him as an action star. Yeah. But he's been in a ton of movies and he's had a lot of hits, but he's had a ton of misses, Mm -hmm. a ton. Um, Liam Neeson was another one that came to mind, but I think Liam Neeson is a better actor. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um. But he's also then in stuff I'm like, ugh. You know? Like he's just, a lot of stuff, he's just Liam Neeson. Mm. But then he gives you the Schindler's List. He gives you, you know, Batman. He gives he gives you these performances that are unexpected of him. Love Actually. Um, and Yeah, Love Actually as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't ever think of him for that movie for whatever reason. Uh, I never think of that movie for some reason. Oh, that movie's so good. I always think of Alan Rickman and oh, yeah. Hugh Grant for that movie. Great movie. Um, and then the last one is Mel Gibson. Mm. Mel Gibson to me is the closest comp, but I also think Mel Gibson is more talented writer, director. Mm. He's given performances that are much different than anything. I mean, there's no performance that Harrison Ford's given. That's William Wallace, like none. Yeah. I mean, nothing, not even close. Yeah. So, but again, it's tough with Mel Gibson. It's tough with Mel Gibson. I lament for the heyday of Mel Gibson, because I really did enjoy those movies. You just can't enjoy them anymore. Even Braveheart well, to this day is a little difficult to kind of get through, just kind of knowing the things you do, and it just it's too bad. I think you can still enjoy them. You just have to understand what it is, right? Yeah, sure. It's not like the movie. He's not like we didn't know that about him at that point. Sure. Yeah. And and it's sad to say, and I, I get it, and I'm, I'm with Tyler. I know Tyler feels that way about a lot of people. Once you find out who they really are, you're like, I can't enjoy it anymore. Mm. Right. But I also don't want to deprive myself of liking something I liked before I knew that. Sure. It's 
the eternal struggle. You don't have, I certainly am not going to watch anything new he's in. I'm not going to support him. Mm-hmm. You know? All right, my last question. <laughs> Tyler, you said Indiana Jones and Star Wars. That's what it boils down to you, mm-hmm. for you, for Star for, uh, for Harrison Ford. So who's his director, Spielberg or Lucas? Um, I give George Lucas 100% credit for launching his career with American Graffiti okay. and A New Hope. Um, but I think those movies to me and, and probably just in general, aren't the movies that people identify Harrison Ford with, which is Empire, <clears throat> which is Ir- Irvin Kershner, of course, and, uh, Indiana Jones, which is Steven Spielberg. So, um, I'm not counting Irvin Kershner, of course, so I'm just not giving credit to George Lucas for the later Star Wars films. And so to sure. me, to me, it's Spielberg. Bobby. Yeah, it's Spielberg, um, because I think Spielberg has more influence as a director. I mean, Lucas is going to have more influence as a visionary or a writer, but as far as someone who is, you know, you associate with the director immediately, then it's it's the Spielberg-Ford connection that I kind of mm-hmm. go to. And again, for nothing more than Indiana Jones, and I mean, he was the principal in E.T., but that's a cut scene. <laughs> but it's just, that's that's where that's where I go. Yeah, it's it's Spielberg for me as well. I would say if I was to think about who's more um, key in his career, who who is a bigger influence in Ford's career, it's George Lucas, hands down. Yeah, I mean he cast him in 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 Star Wars. He cast him in Indiana Jones. Like he he made you know he wanted Spielberg to for him to to read for the role. So it would be Lucas. But if we're just talking directors, it's it's got to be it's got to be Spielberg. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, guys. You guys got anything you wanted to talk about? I mean, I got a question. Yeah. Oh, Tyler, I didn't mean to step on the other. No, I, I want to hear yours first. Um. Well, I got two. I think one's more obvious than the other, so I'm going to start with the other. Um, what movie do we really wish Harrison Ford was a part of that he wasn't? Like, what movie is out there that would not necessarily been a better movie with Harrison Ford in it? But we would have liked to seen what that movie would look like with Harrison Ford in it. That's a great question. So there was a list that came up of like movies that Harrison Ford was almost in. And like, you know, it it's it get take it with a grain of salt, who knows kind of what it's all about. Um, but just things to kind of consider and like would that movie have worked, would not have worked. And I think for more often than not. For example, like Jurassic Park, he was supposed to play um, hmm. um, Dr. Um, Grant, Dr. Grant, which I think wouldn't have worked. Harrison Ford was just a little bit too big for that movie. Um, big in, in his star power. Not necess- Sam Neill is going to do a better performance. He was just a little bit too much Harrison Ford for that movie. Here's the thing with Jurassic Park is that Sam Neill is a human being and acts like a human being. <laughs> and Harrison Ford acts like a robot in 90% of the movies he's in. So as... Dr. Grant evolves from, you know, a pain in the ass and then becomes like a, a father figure to these kids. Harrison Ford sure. doesn't have that. He's not likable in that way. Yeah, I agree. And and that's what's that's a funny kind of point, because in all of these movies that Harrison Ford is in, he never plays that father role. Like no. even in the movie, like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, he's supposed to be like the father of this kid, you know, the second half of the movie anyway. But it just he just does not come off in any sort of like paternal kind of way um uh, for for me i think uh die hard comes to mind i would have liked to see him in that role of john mcclain mm-hmm. you know i don't know how well that works but i'd like to see that 
I would have liked to see him go full villain, like full evil villain, uh, like old men in the professional or something like that, where he actually gets to play a character instead of playing himself. Hmm. I don't think we ever got that. Rob, what's on that list though? Give me some, give me some movies that were on that list. I got to find what I'll pull the list up here in a second. The, the one that was on the list that I was like feeling pretty good about, like, yeah, that might have worked was JFK. Because again, that mm. brought that Kevin Costner, Harrison Ford connection there, and yeah. for the most part, they're pretty wooden themselves. Um, so I think him kind of going through that because I think that's a great movie. I think it's really well written. I think it's really well directed. I don't think Kevin Costner sure. is amazing in it. I think you put anybody in it, but that would have made mm. you know maybe give him something a little bit more to work with. Um, yeah, something that Co- I'm not a big Costner fan, but something that he's always been able to to portray on film, like with stuff like Tin Cup, Bull Durham, is he ends up being likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a human so again. He's able to be. Um, he he shows emotion. He's able to to. I'm trying to think of the right word. He's able to be vulnerable. Like Ford again has never done any of that mm-hmm. ever. All right, here's a couple of movies he should have been could have been in. Sure. Um, Alien. Decline playing Captain Dallas uh, two years after Star Wars. Yeah, it's um, too big. Terms of Endearment, the Jack Nicholson role. Yeah. Believe it or not, Beverly Hills Cop, Ford admitted he was offered the lead after Sylvester Stallone dropped out and before it was turned to comedy starting Eddie Murphy. Wow. Let me tell you why that doesn't work. So if you watch any of the stuff about Beverly Hills Cop, it was a different movie before Eddie Murphy jumped on board and he was able to essentially ad-lib like 90% of that movie. Mm. So that movie is not... Good. If yeah. Eddie Murphy's That's just it. another cop movie. Yep. It's Hollywood Homicide. Um, Big. Oh, uh, off Ann Spielberg oh. and Gary Ross's script. Producer uh, James Brooks spent six <laughs> months waiting for Ford to play Josh Baskin. That might be wow. the worst of the group. Yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That- there was alleged idle talk yeah. between Spielberg, Zemeckis, and Ford. Starters Eddie Valiant. It's an I can see that. That'd be fun. Ghost. <laughs> Ford nope. read the script three times and didn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he can't. He doesn't understand human emotion. Uh, nope. Um, Outbreak, to blame Sam no. Daniels. So instead of Dustin Hoffman, but again, you need a little humanity in that role. Yeah. Um, he's too big for that movie. Yeah. Here is the one that like it's it's debatable. It's an easy answer, but maybe you can make an argument for Saving Private Ryan instead of Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks plays, again, the most likable guy, the guy that you will follow, like the leader and, and kind of all that. But maybe Harrison Ford was just never getting given that kind of role. Just a thought. No, to your point, when you when you watch him in interviews, he doesn't exude likable. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can think whatever you want about Tom Hanks. Every time you see that man interviewed, he's likable. Sure. There is no role... <laughs> That you could pull Tom Hanks out of it and insert Harrison Ford, and <laughs> it's going to work. They're just <laughs> nothing. He could have he could have played uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Rumsfeld. Bruce, yeah. Rumsfeld. Hey, Rumsfeld. <laughs> Tyler, um, you got anything like for that? Like anybody? Anything you'd want to see? The the one that come to mind, and it's because of the connection to the Jack Ryan stuff, is uh, Hunt for the Red October, mm. with you sure. know, Alec Baldwin, fifteen years younger, but still, <clears throat> I think that he would have. 
you know, he, he would have seemed younger enough than Sean Connery at that point to, to make that, um, to pull that off. But that's the only thing that I could think of. I, I think that I've had the totally sufficient amount of Harrison Ford in my life. And so I can't think of anything else that would have made a whole lot of sense so that I missed him in. Tyler, who is at that age, right? In, in their, in their twilight of their life. Now I know Jordan isn't twilight of his life, but he's still rocking the single earring. Yeah. Harrison Ford's still rocking the single earring. Uh, those two. How do we feel about that? How do we feel about that? I, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't like it, but it's all that stuff we grew up with in the eighties and nineties. Oh, yeah. you can't wear an earring, especially not on the right ear. So it's all stupid. But, um, so it just looks weird. You know, just that his, especially it was just that little dang tiny gold hoop just looks funky. Yeah. All right. Tyler, you said you had a question and we can end it on this. What do you got? I'm just still so confused, man, about how you're going to cast out Star Wars for the rest of your life. You've said Crystal Skull is one of the worst movies and most disappointing. Temple yeah. of Doom you don't like. That's half yeah. of the Indiana Jones catalog yep. that you don't like. And yeah. you're going to take that over Star Wars, which you're has... You're going to chuck Empire out the window. Right. You okay, for look, Raiders a, new hope and Empire, a New Hope and Empire or a new hope and empire. I'll watch the shit out of empire. New hope doesn't get watched that often. I love it. It just doesn't get put in that often. It's a much slower movie than Raiders. Mm-hmm. But if you have to factor in, if I have to watch it all and you force me to watch force awakens <laughs> and rise of Skywalker, I'm good. Th- those force awakens is a better movie than temple of doom or crystal skull. I don't know about temple of doom. They're, they're okay. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're on the same level. Sure. Sure. Rise of Skywalker is better than Crystal Skull. I don't know. Yeah. I've I've watched Crystal Skull. I haven't watched Crystal Skull in so long. I can't tell you that. Same here. But I've watched Rise of Skywalker, which I still think is not good, Bad. not that great. But it's entertaining in a lot of parts. I've watched it twice in like the last three weeks, and it's a better movie it's than long. I initially gave it credit. Yeah, it's long. It's, it's long. long, man. It's like two hours forty minutes. But those two movies, I don't know. I just don't. It's just, it's just you blew my mind tonight, man. Can't more than Richard Dreyfus? Oh, I'm fine with Richard Dreyfus. I just enjoy Mr. Hollins. Leave Mr. Holland alone. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I was just, just watching Steakout the other night. <laughs> Steakout, good movie. Uh, uh, Tyler, again, I, I don't think you understand the visceral reaction that I have for Star Wars fans. I don't. I I can't understand it, but I appreciate it, and I know what you're getting at. But that it, shouldn't detract from <laughs> that. Shouldn't it has to? I, well, it shouldn't make you cast out of existence your favorite movie of all time. This is how it is. They're the most toxic fan group ever. Sure. Rob and I yeah. have been involved with that fandom for a long, long time. Yeah. And to see how that fandom eats its young mm-hmm. <laughs> is rough, man. It's it's just not a it's not a healthy fandom. I get that, and I, I don't... To the point where yeah. actors in the fa- actors in the movies hate that the fans. I believe it. Yep. And George Lucas hates Star Wars fans. Yep. So, like, if if they, they created it, and they're done with it, like, what do you think it's going to do to me? Well, yeah, but you can, you can remove yourself from the fans and enjoy these movies that you love. I know we're is talking there, about... Is a, there not... Is there not a fan base of sport a sport team that does that to you? <laughs> not of a not of a franchise that I once loved. 
the same way you have turned. The, That's fair. So That's fair. And I know we're talking about a hypothetical situation here where you have to get rid of one, but maybe not just the quality <laughs> yeah maybe not maybe we're all gonna die soon but uh jesus <laughs> or, uh, fuck but um yeah i mean some demon talk right there <laughs> we're so fucked i don't know hey, it, it just two of the four you, movies are, are not that great and you cast out star wars it's just it surprised me you. so we're gonna wrap it up here i appreciate you both being on Again, I like this format. I think the next one we're going to do is Schwarzenegger. I don't know if Rob's going to be part of that or not. I know Tyler and I are. <laughs> so I can't wait to do more of these. I appreciate you both being on. Harrison Ford is not a leading man. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it again. All right? We'll do it again soon. All right, everyone. That is our Harrison Ford career podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to Rob and Tyler for being on. Uh, definitely let us know what you guys think on our social media platforms. Instagram, at the Morning Geekdom. Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. Uh, I always ask for those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. 